on that farm. He had a bitch. I don't know what the fuck he has. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode twenty-three of Into It. I am Sal. And I'm Lyndon. And we are back, episode 23. Let's get it. It was snowing today. We had a big snowstorm. How are you doing? I'm fine since my power didn't go out, but will I say oh, that I was God. absolutely anxious that it would? I was. <laughs> I yeah, for it was sure windy. Was. It was. And the worst part was like in the night because of like the snow that had frozen over when the wind would go through Mm -hmm. i would literally hear all the little pieces of snow hitting my windows and i'd be like okay is it a ghost or like like what's going on no it was sleet it was terrifying but i actually oh wait i didn't tell you this story so my husband my husband your husband (laughs) my cousin (laughs) who was actually a female so i don't know what just happened there but my cousin had to go to the hospital for a blood transfusion and she thought it was going to take like 30 minutes which i don't know how So she went to the hospital in, you know, jeans, a jacket, didn't bring a charger, books, anything. And they're like, oh, because of the snowstorm, we have to keep you overnight. (laughs) Oh, my God. So she called me from a hospital bed in the middle of the hallway. (laughs) Yeah. No, like, let me just make it clear, because I had a family member who went to the hospital for something recently. Mm -hmm. They were in a stretcher in the hallway for two days before they could get a room. Oh, yeah. The hospitals are like pulling their hair out. Absolutely, yeah. She was in a stretcher in the hallway for eight hours before they could get yeah. her a room and start the transfusion. Because I think for that, you have to have a room. Oh they can't just God. do it in the hallway. For sure. So, yeah. So, she was like, oh, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And, like, your phone was dying and everything. So, luckily, the hospital is not too far from me. And I, like, quickly went to Five and Below, got her, like, a 10-foot-long charger because she had a Samsung, grabbed a bunch of books off of my bookshelf, threw them in a bag, and, like, Got to the hospital and luckily was able so to drop nice. it off. It's just that snow was really coming down because all the way to the hospital, I yeah, went to make a turn. Funny. Bro, I almost spun out twice. <laughs> and yeah, I was going was 15 no miles per hour. Yep. So, yeah, when they say stay your ass inside, stay your ass stay inside. Stay inside. It is he, not worth it. It is not. My mom's tires were not it. They were not it. And now itchy. we have so many reasons. You have COVID, <laughs> you have a snowstorm. What else do you need? Exactly. Like, what other reason? Ridiculous. What was the reason? Bitch? You know, I, I should not have done that, but I did. <laughs> no, but that was like for something, I would say serious and like very nice and not something that was like, I don't know. It yeah. wasn't like gluttonous. It was just. That's true. So. Like I wasn't going to a bar. Like this homegirl literally was like, I'm going to be stuck here overnight and yeah. my phone's on 20% and it's 2 p.m. <laughs> exactly. Like that's something that's serious. Yeah. But, um. That's good. I (laughs) have been in the giving spirit. I've just been wrapping things up galore, presents, and just... I I don't know why or how, maybe because I'm cooped up inside, that this is so fun for me. Mm. Just putting together gifts for people, and I've been getting so excited about it. And, um, yeah. And I feel like a lot of my gifts have gotten more thoughtful than they ever had. Before. Oh yeah, and you already were giving thoughtful gifts. Thank you. I already. appreciate that. <laughs> I try to make an effort too. But um yeah, so that's what's been going on and then I I was kind of thinking just about a post-COVID world, which we're not going to see in a long time. Mm-mm. But just like thinking about getting comfortable just not wearing a mask in public like I don't know if I'm ever going to get to that point. I'm like, never going to get to that point. Feels... I will always be wearing a mask. You will not be seeing my face. No, ma'am. <laughs> or just going to a concert again. Like, when am I going to actually feel comfortable doing that? It's bizarre that we're, like, so ingrained in this now. I, I look back at old photos and I'm even like, what? What's going on? <laughs> I was thinking about, like, the first time I'm going to be able to go to a club after this. Who mm. knows when that will be? But I will be blacking out. If you see me, no, you didn't. Oh. No, you didn't. <laughs> you got to give me a pass 100%. that night. I'm making mistakes. Exactly. No, you didn't. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alrighty. So in light of that, in light of mentioning the holidays and the snow, we are going to be going through our holiday songs that we have selected this week. I will start... Mine are a little more soulful this week. Okay. So, first, we have 
the incredible Mr. Brian McKnight and his song, Home for the Holidays. Not many people know of this song. It is an original, and it is one of my favorites. It's an up-tempo, just bop. I love it. I love Brian McKnight. I love his entire Christmas album. It's awesome. So that's my number one. Mm -hmm. My number two is by the wonderful Miss Yolanda Adams, one of the greatest gospel singers of all time. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Her rendition of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas is unbelievable. Her vocals are ridiculous. I don't think I've heard that one. Her ad-libs at the end are like stupid. But um, her entire Christmas album is another fan favorite of mine. I'm sure. Um, And then last but not least, we have Whitney Houston, mm-hmm. um, but her Christmas album, which I feel like never gets enough attention. I Absolutely feel like people not. only pay attention to her one Christmas single of like, do you hear what I hear and the preacher's wife, but they never, no one ever talks about her Christmas album, but it is so good. It is unreal. Yep. Her rendition of O Come O Come Emmanuel, the riff at the end. The flutters, just clean, ungodly. Like it is just ridiculous. Truly, how dare you? Truly, how dare you? How dare you? No, but it is that entire album. She is just genius. Her phrasing, her timing, everything, her placement, just unreal. I adore that Christmas album. If you haven't listened to her Christmas album, go listen to that. So those are my three for this week. These are classics. I adore these songs. And um, yeah. Yeah, those are cute. Mine this week are actually like really up-tempo. So first we have Bring Me Love by John Legend. This is a good shift for you. I know. I've actually had a really good week. I talked about it in therapy how I was shocked at how good of a week I've had recently. We love to hear that. I have too. This was a good week for me too. So I love... I think the stars are aligned somewhere. Yeah, and on the 21st, apparently black people are supposed to get their superpowers, so I'll see y'all the day after. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on what happens with this Saturday, Saturday, Saturn and Jupiter conjunction that's happening. Something's going on yeah. with the cosmos right now. <laughs> something's going on with them. But first I have Bring Me Love by John Legend because, of course. Yes, that is such a good one. It's such a good song. And, and I it's feel crazy like- because it's like an original, and I feel like, with no one knows. Holiday songs, originals are very iffy. Yeah. You know? I think actually this week most of mine are original. I think all of mine are originals this week. Oh, wow. Okay. The next one, I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but something about December by Christina Perry. Did I ever mention this one? No. So this one, it's a, a original song by her. She did a Christmas EP like many years ago after her first okay. album, I'm pretty sure. And it's just a cute song about, like, you know, singing about the holidays and her favorite parts of the holidays and stuff like that. It's really cute. And then last one, uh, Santa Tell Me, Ariana Grande. I've found the gospel. I understand now. I didn't understand last year, but I understand now. (laughs) It's cute. It's cute. It's cute. It's just fun. It's fun. It is fun. It's fun. It's a good one. And I'm on an Ari kick right now, I will say. Have I had 34 plus 35 on repeat all day? Absolutely. Hot take. Okay. Oh, do you not agree? Listen, I <laughs> I haven't listened to the rest of the album, honestly. I didn't hate is the, the one new album, me. but it wasn't something that was memorable for me. That's fair. That's fair. That's but fair. hey, maybe I just need to dive back into it. Maybe I'll, I'll have to see. Yeah, so I guess so, all mine are originals. Oh, that's yeah, cute. There you go. That was cute. So I'm gonna add this to the playlist. Check out our holiday playlist on Spotify. And in light of the holidays coming up or already occurring, you know, Hanukkah's we're in the midst of Hanukkah. Yep. Um, we are going to do a little Coke or Pepsi after hot topics, what but does that holiday mean? themed. What is are Coke you down? What is Coke and Pepsi? What does that mean? I didn't have like this up. or that, like that kind of game. Oh, oh, okay. Are you down? Yeah, no, I'm down. <laughs> okay, fantastic. I'm down for anything. You know me. You You've know never me. heard of that Coke or Pepsi, like those games. Like I have, said, like, I didn't. I really didn't have friends until eleventh grade. I didn't either, but I knew Coke or Pepsi. I also wasn't allowed out the house. I had immigrant parents. Oof. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's fine. We're good. We're good now. We're good now. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) So we're going to get back into that after Hot Topics. Any final words before we go to break? Um... Stick around for tittering tweets because I have a lot to talk about, especially if you watch this season of The Bachelorette. Oh, I just finished okay. the Hometowns episode. We have a lot to talk about, fam. <laughs> yes, we do. Alrighty. We're going to be back after this. And we are back. This is the part of the episode where we get into it on yes, all the yes, juicy yes. news and hot gossip. I just want to get back into, so last week we were talking about how Dion Warwick has taken <laughs> Twitter by storm. She is they all over my Twitter timeline They had an entire SNL skit this weekend based off of it. They did? I watched, it was hilarious, yes. Oh my god. And now, so at first she was like kind of dragging people and she actually like put a link to her website for Someone was like, can we read you? And she was like, yeah, here's a link. Just send in your comments and I'll react to them or something like that. (laughs) Okay. But there was something on Twitter that I just thought was very powerful. Mind you, the woman is 80 years young. Yeah. She writes, remember, I'm here on Twitter to learn from your generation. I am from a different era. Learning about LGBTQ flags, what diversity and inclusion looks like today, how music sounds at this time. I want to learn. Go easy on Auntie Dion. I just think in general, that's just so cool. And now she's been opening up these dialogues among her Twitter followers Mm -hmm. in regards to just diversity training within the workplace. Yeah. Um, And... Just everything, like so many important topics that I feel like I don't mean to throw a blanket over her generation, but they tend to just disregard and not pay any attention to, but are pressing topics that are very important. And I feel like the more, the more, there's nothing wrong with learning more. No. We can never stop learning, you know? And I just thought this was very cool. That. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about her Backyardigans tweet today, because that's the last one also. <laughs> Someone was asking her about fucking Animal Crossing. Or no, she she tweeted, I have it pulled up here. What is the name of the video game where you pretend to have animal friends? And is it, on it's an Animal island? Crossing. Yeah, it's Animal Crossing. It's Animal Crossing. <laughs> but <laughs> she was like, Backyardigans? Like, what? And what? then she writes, oh my god, wait, this is the funniest thing. Okay, dot, dot, dot. So you do chores and nobody appreciates it, question mark? Sounds like parenthood. She's great. Wait, Animal Crossing, period. Thank you. What is the point of this? Do you win? But the thing is, no, you don't win. You just do random shit the whole time, and that's it. She's a legend. But I think it's also important, too, like you were saying, that, you know, older generations also participate in these conversations. I know my mom in particular, she's been doing a lot of work because she has yeah. gay children um, to understand it a bit more. And I think also, too, the fact that her children are part of the Alphabet Mafia, you know, LGBTQIA plus all of them. I love that. I, <laughs> that, like, you know, she's taken the time to learn. And actually, the other day, I was on FaceTime with my one friend, and he does identify as bisexual, but I never told her this. And we were just talking, and she was like, oh my gosh, like, talking to my friend, she goes, you're gonna make, you know, your future wife or husband, you know, whatever you want, like, happy one day. And I was like, <gasps> it's the little thing. See, like, that is awesome. We can never stop learning, you know, and never stop empathizing with other people and trying to understand different perspectives. And I don't know, there's nothing wrong with that. No. And um, she's really setting the example. I mean, just in another tweet to read another, I I could go on and on and on. Mm -hmm. She writes, I will start to include closed captioning on my videos. This has been brought to my attention. Like... Genius. Genius. She's Speaking of so which, cool. And we should start putting closed captioning on our videos. We really should. We'll but, start um, that up this week. <laughs> exactly. But she is just genius. I love her. And this is so cool. Go follow her on Especially Twitter. someone with her hilarious. platform to see that they're actively, you know, making the choice to learn more and consistently yeah. doing the work and clearly actually want to learn more rather than feel like they're, you know, forced to learn more. 
It's really exactly. It's nice. It's really comforting. That's how I feel. I feel comforted knowing Same that. Same here. She's a Alrighty, moving star. forward, did you hear about all this uh, hullabaloo with Tom Cruise on the set of Mission Impossible 7? Why the fuck do you think I'd know that? You think I've ever seen a Mission Impossible movie? I never knew that there were seven. There's I'm seven? Like, yeah, this is the seventh. Do you know that there's They're five funny. Transformers movies? That doesn't surprise me, but I didn't know. And I've seen all of them at least like 30 times. Oh, that I knew. <laughs> I, I didn't even need to guess that. <laughs> So, Tom yes. Cruise is um, the lead actor on the up-and-coming film. As he always is. And they were filming in the UK. Okay. And he was caught on tape scolding crew members for violating these social distancing measures. Okay. So, he said, and I quote, I don't ever want to see it again, ever. And if you don't do it, you're fired. If I see you do it again, you're fucking gone. And if anyone in this crew does it, that's it. And you too, and you too. So apparently, two crew members reportedly were standing within two meters, that's about six feet, of one another while on set for the film. And um, he was just going off saying, we're the gold standard. They're back there in Hollywood making movies right now because of us, because they believe in us and what we're doing. We are creating thousands of jobs, you motherfuckers. I don't want to ever see it again. Um, and mind you, this movie has already faced major delays from the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, they were supposed to film back in February and then or start filming rather in February and then everything happened and they had to push it all back. Yeah. Um, I mean, he has a point. He has. A, you know. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I haven't seen the video, so I don't know how harsh his tone is in the way. You know, I haven't he's listened to it either. But, yeah, no, I at least from the, what he was saying specifically about COVID measures. He has a point. <laughs> and might I say, we know he's a little bit kooky and a little... You know, uh, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, Scientology, you know. I, we're going to leave that there. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I did not want them coming after my ass. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. No, ma'am. I don't want no smoke. Um, <laughs> but I think he proves a point, you know. They are creating many jobs. And the entertainment industry has really taken a... Huge hit. Yes. Massive hit. Exactly. And I think people need to stay on top of their shit. And I think especially in the UK, they were doing so well and their shit was kind of getting together. I'm not going to say it was completely. Mm-hmm. So it's like they are the example. And, um, you know, this one little mistake, one little misstep could be very detrimental and cost a lot of money and um, really have a negative impact on a lot of people's lives. Exactly. Exactly. No, I... I agree. And I get it. It's like they are creating jobs. I mean, and also, too, not only are they creating jobs, but it seems like they're trying to make it in the safest environment as possible for everyone in mind, not even just the actors, you know, because I feel like a lot of times, especially with movies like this, I wouldn't be surprised if they were like crew members. Sure. But like actors, like they're actually more vigilant. So Mm -hmm. like knowing that, like obviously he's yelling at these crew members. And like I said, I don't know the tone that he's using, but at least like him making them aware, like, listen, this isn't even, these precautions aren't even just, like, for me or the other stars of this movie. Like, this is for everyone involved Everybody, to make sure that. and it's no joke anymore, you exactly. know? Exactly. Yeah, it's not I'm a not joke I'm not saying anymore. it ever was, but. No, yeah. I don't know. But based off of, you know, the words he used, he has a point. But again, I don't know how, what his tone was or even what the crew members were doing for him to get so angry well, so like, quickly. Well, like, honestly, so. I wouldn't be that mad if he was, like, yelling. I mean, it's not the most productive way, mm-mm, but mm-mm. you know, if they some were like ways. blatantly <laughs> ignoring the protocols, like get out of here. Yeah, you know, recognize your privilege that you're even working a job right now. There are yeah. so many people unemployed that you got a um, job. <laughs> yeah, and I think this applies to everybody. Take note of this and understand that your, you know, it's like the butterfly effect. Exactly. One single thing can derail a lot for a lot of other people. And this also brings me up one last point. If you're going through a drive-thru, put on your mask in the drive-thru. Oh my god, amen. Always. Always. But there are so many people that don't. Yeah. Like, even though it's a drive-thru, like, you still gotta wear that mask. Mm -hmm. These workers are also people, It's just a sign of respect. Exactly. It's just, not even out of respect, but, like, you, like, you're going through a drive-thru, you're close enough that if you don't have a mask, something could still happen. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Just keep that in mind as well. <laughs> Alrighty. So, uh, 
Wayne Brady. I love Wayne Brady. What, what is a Wayne Brady? What do they do? Wayne Brady? He's a comedian. He was on Whose Line Is It Anyways? Oh, wait. I thought you were talking about some random football player. That sounds like a football player <laughs> it name. It really does sound like a football player's name. But I, no, You Wayne said it Brady, and I was like, was... sports? I'm already lost. <laughs> yeah, no. He was on Whose Line Is It Anyways. Mm-hmm. I think they brought it back. I saw they did because I saw it a couple weeks ago. I love that show. I, I did like it back in the day, too. Especially oh. when it would come on like late on ABC Family, yes. was it? Yes, yep, yes, yes, yep, yes. Yep, you know the, the vibes. <laughs> um, so he's been quarantining with his ex-wife and her boyfriend. Oh, oh um, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I know. Wait. And <laughs> okay. He went on to say, it's like every other day. People ask that, like, oh, my God, it's so crazy. No, it's not crazy. Like I said, you have to spend time with the family that you love. My ex-wife is my best friend, and she's my family, and her boyfriend is a part of that family. So who else would I spend this time with? I'm very fortunate that we have that type of relationship. So apparently him and his wife separated back in 2006 after seven years of marriage. Oh, wow. I, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, and he basically just said for, you know, the entire time of his daughter's life, they've really been best friends, and now they live door to door next to each other oh no that makes sense especially if they have a kid together even without a kid yeah like if that's what's best and they actually get along and it's not a toxic situation go on ahead go on ahead and i've always said this you know obviously with certain situations that are extremely toxic Mm -hmm. the cookie has the cookie's gonna crumble and you know the straw is gonna break the camel's back like you you can't just do anything else exactly if that other person is so toxic you have to remove yourself out of that situation obviously but i i don't know just from a third person perspective sometimes i've just seen parents just act so immature and it's like you do not need to be best friends like wayne brady is with his ex-wife but you can be civil for your children i mean but even so the fact that I mean, it's 2020. They separated in, what, 2006? So it's been 14 years since they've broken up. So I'm sure if yeah. there, you know, was any lingering feelings, it's probably gone by now. And two, if Definitely. they've raised their daughter together over the past 14 years, like, and they were able to do so as friends, it totally makes sense that now he's like, yeah, I'm living with her and her boyfriend. And we homies. I have a lot of respect for that. Oh, yeah. I and, have to say. Yeah, the way to amicably split and be able to raise a child together and still like each other like that's not (laughs) common (laughs) Mm -mm. that is not common even with many people that are still married and it's like we have to be adults at the end of the day and i i don't know i get into the mindset of we have to do what's best for the kids and we have to be you know i understand that we can't live together anymore that clearly is not healthy for anybody but you know i think we can remain cordial yeah but who knows every situation's different i've just i don't know if that ever happened to me i would try my hardest to make sure that hopefully i could achieve something like this yeah. but not even that just something because i feel like when divorces happen there's so many you know words said under your breath and just sarcastic comments and then the kid's stuck in the middle like what why are you putting them in that predicament of having to choose between one parent or the other, you know? Yeah, and I, I'm personally not a child of divorce. I'm a child. But I've also heard this discussion of, like, there's a difference between people that are children of divorce, you know, have actually gone through it, and then ch- children that are children of parents that should have been divorced. Ooh. You know that category yeah. where you're like, ooh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. this should no longer be happening either but yeah i think especially like for the kids like kids remember that stuff exactly they don't just let it go like they do pick no. up on it absolutely so, yeah. not so i'm actually just happy i'm happy that they're friends that they're getting yeah. along and he's so chill like that like that's he that's is so chill a great like that's if i ever got divorced that's the type of relationship i would want with my ex just another reason why i adore wayne brady all right so this next story is kind of just the eyes are so far in the back of my head, it's just like, whatever. I could already feel my eye roll coming on. Hit me. <laughs> Hit me. Um, so, do you know who the highest paid celebrity of 2020 is? Celebrity of 2020? 
Mm-hmm. I know of 2019, it was like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I don't know for 2020 because celebrity culture has crumbled <laughs> for me. What, who is it? Take a guess. A guess? Okay, highest paid celebrity? Mm-hmm. What is it, like a TikToker? No. No? I really have no idea. I have Kylie no idea. Jenner. <laughs> Next. Ranked in $590 million. She earned $590 million in the midst of this pandemic? Yeah. Because of her makeup line. Which shocks me that it makes that much money. No, I don't think... Sometimes I forget I how many like, die-hard Kylie stands there are out there. I mean, I'm sure there are, but that just blows my mind because yeah. she like doesn't have a personality whatsoever. <laughs> She's and is literally the most like shallow the definition of an influencer. She just kind of stands there and you're yeah. like, okay. I mean, but isn't it also a known thing that like pretty people have either the worst or just really bland personalities because they don't they, they they don't need anything to fall back on. Exactly. And they know that. They've never really I mean, obviously, you know, you have to work for things in your life, but in terms of like But like this girl never had to. Come on. Or at least in terms of like, you know, forming a relationship with someone. Like, you don't have to work that hard if you already know that you're perceived as beautiful. Whereas if you grow up thinking you're ugly, you gotta have something. And it's probably exactly. humor. <laughs> it's probably humor. But, um, so, that's like, what that. is she donating to? Like, that's my final... That, that's the, my, yes. Like, what is she Me donating too. to? What are we doing with that money to How are we back? distributing that wealth, ma'am? Because already the wealth you had, you could live on for the rest of your life. You don't need this extra $590 million. Wasn't she a billionaire two years ago? Apparently, but then I heard that that was, um, people were arguing that that wasn't, um, entirely accurate. Ooh, because I know she definitely wasn't, like, a self-made I mean, either way, it's a shit ton of money. Either way, it's like, like, she has so much money, so it's like, what are we donating to, ma'am? You know? And apparently Kanye West came at number two with 170 million, which is, I find crazy. The fact that Kanye is number two and there's a difference of like 400 million between the well, two. Well, you know why? It's because of those fucking Yeezys. Those fucking 300 pair of sneakers that everyone goes nuts over. No, but that's what I mean. Like, Kylie is making so much more money than the second highest paid person of the year. True. More than double. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. That's Almost insane. Yeah. So, like, how are we going to pay those workers in those factories? You know? Like what? Like what Christmas bonuses are we planning on giving them with all this money that you got now? You know, if they're even working in safe conditions. Like what, what shipment saying? workers or union are we going to donate to, ma'am? Since they've been working this whole pandemic, and they've been working that. hard. So like, what are we donating to? You know, what are we thinking? What type of gift baskets are we thinking? Better have a check. <laughs> <laughs> they better have a check in it. <laughs> Amen. A check, some Hennessy, <laughs> and some apple cider. <laughs> Perfect basket right there. There you go. Alrighty, there you go. we're enough of that. Um, this is sad news. Oh no. So, Miss Hillary Duff came to Instagram the other day. Okay. And she wrote out a very long-winded message. About. I'm going to read it now. Oh 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 no. I've been so honored to have the character of Lizzie in my life. She has made such a lasting impact on many, including myself. To see the fans' loyalty and love for her to this day means so much to me. I know the efforts and conversations have been everywhere trying to make a reboot work, but sadly, and despite everyone's best efforts, it isn't going to happen. I want any reboot of Lizzie to be honest and authentic to who Lizzie would be today. It's what the character deserves. We can all take a moment to mourn the amazing woman she would have been and the adventures we would have taken with her. I'm very sad, but I promise everyone tried their best and the stars just didn't align. Hey now, this is what 2020's made of. Fuck you, Disney. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I say. But at the same time, I kind of like the idea of like just leaving the show as it is and not needing a reboot, a revamp, any of that. Like, it's okay. You can let it stay in the past. Not everything needs to be rebooted. But at the same time, I was excited for the thought of like 
Lizzie in her 30s. Yes. I think, one, my hopes were up, so it's Definitely. a big disappointment. I and got number upset. two, <laughs> I feel like this show, I would want a reboot. That's okay. I agree. I was saying before that not everything. I like the idea of them being able to be like, you know what? Let's put this on the table. It doesn't have to happen if it's, you know, not in the vision that we would want it as. Of course. However, the idea that they did present online for the reboot, I was so ready for it. I was so, I was like, mm, finally some good food. Like, that was one <laughs> of the few reboots that they've recently announced that I actually was excited for. And I'm glad that they didn't just succumb to disney's plan on making it you know very streamlined yes and clean and so like this i can actually very much respect i'm upset but i can respect that hillary was like no like why would we make it clean she's in her 30s in the middle of new york city trying her best amen yeah it so does, it's, it's like, not gonna we're be not PG. gonna just do it to do it exactly we're, we're gonna do it right if it's ever gonna be done except I, what i need in the reboot if they ever actually do it i need to see paolo behind bars why was this 26 year old man running around with a girl on her eighth grade field trip she like was 13. 13 years old she was 13 jail sir jail prison <laughs> that maximum is so wild sentence. to think about Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But that song did slap, I will say. Oh, the entire movie slapped. Get out of here. When her skirt flew off and she had them pants on? Iconic. Yeah, no, she made herstory with that one. <laughs> she really did. She really did. She oh. did. Oh, God. What a good movie. Her on the fucking moped going around Italia. The way that that's life. my dream. I, oh, like yeah. the part of the movie that I always want to recreate, even though it's very easy and it does not need to happen in Italy in any way, shape, or form, was this man that belongs to jail. When her and Paolo were like doing like the dance practice on the stage. Oh my god, the rehearsal! Yeah, like her, just like, for fun. Purple lipstick. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, I remember it. With the like to red skirt and the red heels. Those yes. heels were bomb too. Her outfits. No, those that outfits whole movie. slapped. Oh my god. Her studded jeans. The fashion show. Yeah, that they movie, did something. We really did not deserve that. We that didn't. was so fucking Paolo good. belongs they, in prison. They're not doing it like it anymore. They're not. They're not. Except I've heard from the kids that Descendants was good, but of course I never watched it. No, I'm not watching that. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> I didn't watch it either. I had many chances to, and I, I did not. I don't want a chance to. I'm good. I'll watch Lizzie McGuire 20 times over. Oh, absolutely. Especially now that Disney Plus is here. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I didn't even think about that. Oh, my God. Wait, speaking All of right. Disney Plus, I don't know if you have yes. this as a thing, but you know how I love my boy Bucky Barnes. Okay. Captain America's um, best friend. The yes. So they're making a sh show on Disney Plus called Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier being my man Bucky. Um. And it was supposed to come out in September. But of course, pandemic, <laughs> that wasn't happening. And they announced a date. And the date is March 19th of 2021. And I just feel so blessed. <laughs> oh my God, that because is so exciting. I will be celebrating one year of this pandemic inside probably my apartment with this show and my vibrator and a glass of wine. <laughs> And I just feel so fortunate. Like, I feel like we've come full circle, you know? Yeah, we really have. <laughs> wow. Blessed. I'm happy for you. Thank you. No, it, I literally was like, when I saw that trailer, I said, no, no, I don't <laughs> deserve this. I don't deserve this, this, this many good things. Like, no. all on the same day, I got a raise. I got oh. a discount on therapy. And then okay. I got the trailer and I was like, uh, <laughs> amen to that. Too many good things. Oh, it was amazing. I feel blessed. <laughs> We'd love to hear it. And um, yeah, that's all I have for Hot Topics today. It's kind of a short segment. Not too much has been going on. Okay, good. Because I'm going to take a bit of time with this Bachelorette tea. Because woof, Chile! This season! Oh, we'll get okay. into it. <laughs> Alrighty. We're going to be back after this. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Tittering Tweets, where I speak out, speak out, where I say a tweet and we giggle a little bit. So this one comes from at Quaker Reina. It says, 
If I were the bachelorette, I'd let the top five guys finger me and then make a decision based on that. I saw this tweet. (laughs) I can see where you're coming from. I'm just going to leave that there. So have you have you watched any of the seasons of the show? Like, do you understand God, the no. process of it? Oh, I understand the process. Okay. Do you know about the fantasy suites? I guess. Do you, does every person just take them to a fantasy suite and then they're like, I guess the allure is that they're sleeping together, but. Yes. So the fantasy sleep. suite okay. is with the top three people. Um, and then that is the night that the bachelor or bachelorette can, you know, have sex with those people or like not have sex with them, like whatever. But it's essentially their first full night together and away from cameras, quote unquote. And interesting. I don't understand why they didn't just use this method before. Like, <laughs> it just makes sense. <gasps> like, what if all oh three of them are God. trash? The, hey, what do you do? Well, then? Don't they all get divorced anyway? Like. Oh, yeah, most of them don't actually even make it down the aisle. Before they used to get divorced. Now they just don't even make it down the aisle. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But I wanted to segue into this to talk about this season of The Bachelorette with um, my boy Ben. Uh, So, have you heard about what's going on this season? Because this season has been a roller coaster ride. I have not. So, this season was supposed to be the season with the oldest bachelorette in bachelorette history. And the original bachelorette that they got, she was, I think, 38 at the time when, you know, she got on set and they've been quarantining everybody for a really long time. And they're filming the whole show on one single resort. That way, you know, they're not traveling nearly as much as they were before. Mm-hmm. So they bring on this bachelorette, Claire, that, you know, they're expecting to be super sophisticated, intuitive, like actually knows her shit. And she came on and had direct, like, how do I say it? Tunnel vision to one of the guys named Dale that actually in like the third week, she was like, no, Dale's the one for me. Like, and all the other guys picked up on it too. And they started to revolt and be like, why are we here? You clearly only want Dale. Like you don't want to talk to the rest of us. So she and Dale, you could tell Dale was like, Ooh, this actually went a little too far, but you know, Uh he hasn't said anything. They're now engaged and they seem to be happy. I don't know. I don't keep up with them. So her and Dale left the show. So then they brought in a new bachelorette, and she's actually the second black bachelorette. Just in, in the middle of the season? Yeah, I mean, they were only like two weeks in. So apparently, according to the girl, when things started going awry with the like previous bachelorette, they called her and she was on the resort within 48 hours. Oh my God. Yeah. So she's the second black bachelorette in history, but I think she's half. Only black. the second? Mm-hmm. The first one was Rachel, and she was in, I think, 2018. No, probably closer to 2016. Yeah. And that show's been on for like a million years. Exactly. This is like the 25th season of The Bachelorette or something ridiculous. Like, and The Bachelorette started, I think, something like 10 seasons after The Bachelor had even started too. Yeah. And we haven't even had a black bachelor. So actually, they already picked the next bachelor and his name is Mike and he's the first black bachelor. Yeah. See, like, the fact that they're doing them both in tandem at the same time just goes uh, to show, like, that there are other motives behind it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. So the new Black Bachelor, Mike, or Matt, I don't know his fucking name. So he's actually a friend of one of the previous contestants. So he's actually never even been on the show, I think. He was just hot (laughs) and got, like, Instagram famous because of his friend. And they would, like, do stuff together or whatever. So they announced him, like a really long time ago like way ahead of when they usually even announce the bachelor so i and this was oh no this was actually during like the protests that happened back in june so i was like okay Mm. obviously they're doing this specific person for a different reason but claire the first bachelorette for the season she was a white woman white blonde woman doing white woman shit you know but then they brought in taisha who taisha now is she's half black and half mexican i think she said on the show interesting yeah it's a mess it's a mess so so she's a second black bachelorette which also i was saying i'm surprised that they were able to just bring on a black bachelorette and literally all of the guys instantly fell in love with her like all of their jaws were dropped to the floor you could tell that they all like obviously were very very attracted to her really liked her so i was surprised that they were able to just bring her in and none of the guys at least weren't like outwardly racist and more so too now that we just did hometowns none of the like family members were racist, you know? Good. 
Okay. Which, like, I'm happy about. But, like, the first Black Bachelorette, they announced her so ahead of time that I thought they were, like, trying to weed out the racists and stuff like that mm, with their applications, mm-hmm. too. But this is completely besides the point. So, Ben. <laughs> so, Tasha's actually been a really good Bachelorette. Like, I think she's my favorite Bachelorette that I personally have seen and I've been watching since JoJo, which was a couple seasons before the first Bachelorette. Or first Black Bachelorette. And... She's been amazing. And this season's actually been really good ever since the last girl left. She was terrible. But she was <laughs> dating this one guy, Ben, who's an army vet, but he also, like, was just super swole and just, like, a dude, like a bro, you know? But okay. he was really, really nice. But every date they had together, she always kept saying that, like, she felt like he was, you know, not telling her everything and wanted him to, like, open up and be vulnerable. So one week of one of the dates, actually, I'm going to put a trigger warning right now, um, eating disorder and suicide, actually. So one week, he reveals to her that he had an eating disorder for 15 years. Right? Mm, okay. And I was like, okay, like, you know, that's a hard thing to admit, so especially on national yeah. TV. And he's, like, very into the gym and fitness, and he was like, that's literally the reason why I'm into it, because I literally had an eating disorder for that many years and all this stuff. And, you know, I was like, okay, he's being vulnerable with her. Like, yeah, she should be like, okay, this is enough, especially for like cameras on national TV. And then the next week she says again, like, oh, like, I wish he'd open up to me. And that next week he reveals to her and he actually said in the episode that he didn't tell anybody else that he attempted suicide more than once. Oh, my God. Exactly. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And, you know. I previously have had suicidal thoughts and stuff like that. So, like, I understood how much or how hard it probably was for him to say that, let alone say it in front of a crew and a bunch of cameras looking at them from every possible angle. So I was like, okay, I feel like probably at this point, you know, she hopefully gets the hint that he is being vulnerable and, you know, trust her. Yeah, come on. And then they do hometowns. And again, she was like, I feel like he still has a wall up. So she actually did. What? What more does she want? Exactly. So then at the end of hometown, she actually didn't pick him. So she sent him home, but they like sat together on a bench and she was like, like, I'm sorry. And he was like, oh, like, it's fine. Like, I'll be okay." And she was like, please don't like, you know, shut down on me right now. And I'm sitting there like, you just broke his heart. Yeah. Like, just get out of here. And also too, like. At least from what we've seen on camera, it doesn't seem like she has been vulnerable with him with, like, different things in her life, too. So I'm like, he's giving you all of this. What have you given him? And obviously, you shouldn't have to, like, <laughs> trade trauma with somebody. But, like... Of course. Clearly, like, he was being don't vulnerable Don't just say you have a wall up when he's opened up to you about the most deepest and darkest parts of his life. Exactly. And I can understand maybe her just being like, I really want him to say, like, how much he likes me. Which is something mm. that he held back on. So, like, I understand that from her perspective. But, like, as someone who is mentally ill, <laughs> yeah, why are you shocked that he is literally shutting down on you? And he kept repeating, like, it's okay. Like, I'm going to be okay. Like, don't worry about me. And I could tell that she clearly thought of it as, like, oh, like, he's shutting down on me. He's just, like, muttering words, just to say words. But, again, as someone who's mentally ill, I'm like, no, he's not even trying to... He's not, he's not saying, like, oh, I'm going to be okay after this breakup. He's literally trying to communicate both to you and probably himself. Like, mentally, I'll be okay after this. See, this is why, in terms of reality, reality TV, I just stick to dance moms. Like, I <laughs> do not... Wait, Christy has been revealing the tea all over the internet she recently. She really has. But yeah, it's I just like, don't have the time. I was really upset with Taisha. I've liked Taisha, especially with how she's handled, at least from what I've seen, no, all of the other so guys fucked. on the show. It's just specifically with Ben, I'm like, he gave you so much. And like, you know, even if you can't relate to it, I feel like, why are you questioning if he yeah, like, trusts you or like. Question. Yeah, or, like, if he cares about you when he's revealing these things. Maybe this is more of a PSA to people that aren't that mentally ill. Like, if people aren't trusting you with this information, it's because they trust you and they feel safe around you. Exactly. So please do not push them more than they're willing no. to go. Yes. So, yeah, that was my little tangent. We could honestly probably cut this out of the episode, but, like, yeah, I no, was really, not. really irked this past week. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. No, that's very annoying. Yeah. But Alrighty. we still got Brendan, so? and Brendan's my boy! Oh, he's oh, so shit. hot. I want to peg him so bad. Sorry, it's a conversation for another day. 
Alrighty, so we're uh, gonna talk <laughs> about some um, so or hot. holiday this or that. So oh, that's a so good uh, transition. Ooh. <laughs> so I thought this would be easier to find this or that questions online in relation to the holidays, but it was kind of tough. So I have some. We'll just go through them. Yep. Okay. I'm this so first scared. one's a joke, and it makes me mad. It's Michael Buble or Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. I love yes. Buble. I do, but Mariah Carey. Any I day. do too. But we're comparing apples to oranges here, people. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Oh Holy Night or Silent Night. See, now you got me in a tough position that I never wanted to be in. I. <laughs> there depends on the rendition. It, it depends on the rendition. If we're comparing, like, Mariah Carey's Oh Holy Night with, like, the typical church version of Silent Night, we can't. Yeah, no. We can't. You can't. I, mm, I think I'm going to go with Silent Night. I was going to say Silent Night, too. It makes me feel so calm. It does. It makes yes. me feel so calm. Yeah, so I have to go with Silent Night. Alrighty. This one's weird. I, I know people do this, but I can't relate to this. Okay. Gifts under the tree early or night before? No, early. I wouldn't, I'm gearing up. I'm looking every single day to see who has more gifts. Yes, I'm that petty queen. <laughs> it better be an equal number or it's a fight. Oh my God, stop. You were not that kid. I was definitely that kid, but I'd also, I like having the gifts out a couple days before because then you see the boxes and you're like, ooh, what's in there? It, like, the excitement builds. Exactly. Yes. It's a buildup of excitement. Now, if you open the box and it's something you don't want, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> that is a different story, but nothing beats the excitement of coming downstairs, seeing the gifts under the tree, yep. just spending that morning. Yeah, no, that that's and plus I feel like on Christmas Eve it's just a moment to not think about the gifts and just spend time with loved ones and just chill. So that's that. So that pretty much is the same. The next one, opening a Christmas gift on Christmas Eve, yay or nay? I'm going to go with nay. I say if you can wait Nay. It depends on if that person that gave you the gift, you know, is like only there for that night and won't be there the next day. Well, yeah, of course then, there are going to yeah. be different circumstances. But yeah, no, but I'm ideally. team Christmas Day. I'm team Christmas Day. I want all of them. Alrighty. Sugar cookie or gingerbread man? This is tough. I'm going to go with ginger snaps. Specifically the Trader Joe's ginger snaps. Never had Trader Joe's. Interesting choice. I'm going to go with sugar cookies. I adore... You basic ass bitch. Ginger snaps. But, well, this past week, I've been living off of sugar cookies. People keep sending <laughs> cookies to our house, and I've been eating it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Listen, it is so not good. This holiday but, um, season, we're getting dummy thick. <laughs> oh, amen to that. But I feel like I can just, like, shove a shit ton of sugar cookies down and like gingerbread i kind of get sick of it after a bit see that's why i like ginger snaps because it's a bit more of a crunch and i can easily eat a whole box of ginger snaps in one Ooh. sitting easily mm. not a question fair enough um eggnog or mold cider neither i've never had eggnog it's i think not it would good. make me shit my brains out <laughs> So would. I think that's you why would literally I've be farting it. immediately. <laughs> um, and mold cider. I mean, what Maybe. is mold I'll cider? I'll have to give it though. a try. I've never even had that. I feel like it's just a malt liquor in cider. No, I want just that's regular cider, assuming. like some Angry Orchard. Just give me that. All right. I'm basic. <laughs> White Christmas or warm like weather. White Christmas. Yeah, white Christmas. I don't come want a on. reason to go outside. No, I'm staying in the house. Don't come over. I'm not coming to you. We're not doing Amen nothing. We're in the house. <laughs> Angel definitely. or star on the tree? Star. 
Why would you yeah, put an star. angel? Thank you. I've always hated seeing those treetoppers okay. with a fucking angel. It makes me dress. so angry. Like, irrationally like angry. Maybe it's my religious trauma, but, like, I see an angel and I'm like, no, I need to get out of this house immediately. No, it's not just that. It just looks weird. It like, does. why the hell is she sitting up there like that? It's always Take tilted. That shit off. And I'm like, girl, just stand up. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, real or fake Christmas tree? Fake, because then we've been using the same one for the past 20 years. I'll take. Ooh. I am in between. Okay. We used to get a real tree up until like two, three years ago, and then we got a fake one. There is nothing like the smell of a real tree. Nothing like it never will be. I get what you're saying. You're making a point. But environmentally, it's actually, I think it's better to get a fake tree, but then use it, Isn't like it? I said, for over like six or seven years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Insurance, that I did not know. Did you actually know that Christmas trees do not grow like that? Like they grow like a bush. They don't grow like a triangle. Hmm. Did you know that? They cut it into that shape. I did not know that. Learning that fact and watching them cut it was so heartbreaking to me. Yeah, like I was really upset. <laughs> think that they grow like that. Yeah, they don't grow like that. Yeah. But um, I'm in between. I, I think... Fake trees are nice because you can get the lights that already comes with the tree. Mm-hmm. Like we have a remote. Like <laughs> our, ours is like fancy. I didn't even know they come like that, and they look practically real. Yeah. But I just like the smell, even though th- those pine needles are a pain in the ass, and it's just you and have they to be water falling. it, and then yes. the cats are climbing up it. It's always a shit show. But um, I'm in between. It depends. I don't know. I now that I know that they're not though. environmentally um sound I, I think i'll have to stick with the fake one yeah i think just with the way that it's not environmentally sound it's just like it's how long it takes to grow them versus how many need to be cut down yes i think that's like where it gets like interesting okay mm-hmm. all righty um white lights or multicolor lights i am both I am both, but in terms of my personal Christmas tree, multicolored. Inclusion matters. Representation matters. (laughs) (laughs) No, I need it to be a party up in there. I need all the colors reflecting off my wall. It's part of the decor. Yeah. I adore a nice off-white moment. It's sleek. It's clean. Mm -hmm. We don't want white like fucking fluorescent light white that's just fucking weird we want a nice light yellow you know yes (laughs) and i've always said when i get my own place my own house in particular Mm -hmm. i'm gonna have two trees one in the foyer you're gonna have a foyer oh yeah (laughs) see we can dream Okay. okay no that's fine that's fine that's going to be off-white okay. and sleek and clean. The kids aren't touching that shit. <laughs> That's going to be delicately put How together. Many kids? We're not How having many trinkets and shit on there. No, 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 no. No, ma'am. And then in the den, the we'll have den. a nice... <laughs> not even the mold. living room. You, so you have a living room and a den. Listen, I can aspire to live No, I'm not making fun of you. I'm just, <laughs> wow. Because I do not think of that in any, at all. <laughs> oh, I think about it. Um. We'll have a nice multicolored tree with okay. fun little ornaments, you know, the ones that are passed down over yep. the years. Mm-hmm. The fun ones. Random little shits. Pictures of and, the kids um, on them. Yes. Because you need to have that moment. That's like so just wholesome and fun. You need to have both. I like to have both. And I love, I don't know, I feel like, okay, well, first and foremost, in whatever space you have these lights in, you have to do one or the other. We can't be mixing and matching. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Absolutely not. Like, I'll see some lights outside that are both. And I'm like, Oof. no, ma'am. Oof. No, no, no. The ghetto. Stick to one or the other. That's it. Um, are you there? No, I'm here. I'm thinking about the tree in the foyer as well as the tree in the den. I'm also thinking about the rest of the decor. So in your house, is there one staircase or two? Hmm. Probably just one. One. I don't want to be that crazy. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. So is it leading to where? So like, is the Christmas tree in the middle of the foyer, or is it like you know off to the side and like a little nook? 
I think I might do off to the side in a little nook. We don't need like the Scarface to, you know, staircases mm-hmm. in the foyer. We don't need that dramatic. That's fair. That's fair. Scene. And like when you think of the color scheme of, you know, obviously staircase, we're going to yes. have, you know, the stair handle, whatever it's called that you hold on to that you can decorate as well. So like in the foyer, oh, are yeah. the colors going to be like white and gold and green for the decor? Yes. Okay. 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 What color are the walls? It's going to be sleek. <laughs> I've been watching color too much walls? Fixer Upper. Hmm. Too much. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's a little too much for me to answer. Probably something neutral. Okay. Um, but yeah, we're gonna have nice little we'll have garland over the railing. Of course, the railing. Maybe some lights That's on there. We'll have a nice poinsettia. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, we'll see what else. What other trinkets? Nice wreath on the door, obviously. Oh, of course. Um so that's that's all I have for now. But I'll keep you posted. No, definitely. I'm imagining like what it's gonna look like I when do I not, walk you know into what I this don't house want? to annoy your kids. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you this right now. Do you know what I do not want? And what? I will never get a a little fucking Santa Claus man. No, it's fucking scary as shit, Mm-mm. and looks like there's some fucking demon in your house at like twelve o'clock at night when you go downstairs. Oh, absolutely. Because I was traumatized as a kid. Because that's what the fuck we had, and. Absolutely not. Oh, I absolutely refuse. No, 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 not no. Not in this life. No. You, you want me to have a white man in my house? Absolutely not. No, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. Elf or National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Elf. Oof. Oh. I, I beg to differ. Are we fighting? Listen. Oh, my God. Is this a fight? I, I, I well, love I Elf. I also haven't watched National Lampoon's Christmas Adventure. I've what? only seen Elf. Vacation, not in my adventure. House, sorry, excuse me. In my house, the only Christmas movie we regularly watched was The Grinch live action. Period. That one was terrifying. Dear I God. have seen that movie probably over a hundred times. I haven't. That used to give me nightmares. I'm sorry. It used, used to give to me comfort. The shit out of me. <laughs> that kind of doesn't surprise me though that it gave you comfort. I also Oddly used to enough. watch a lot of the Cat in the Hat live action too. It was a dark time. What? <laughs> I've seen Cat in a Hat live action. We, me and my sister watch it so much that we broke the CD. Or DVD, sorry. You were a sorry. different breed. I'm sorry, but you were. Do you know that? <laughs> like, that is not, like, a general consensus amongst our generation. <laughs> like, I think everyone decided that that was, like, the worst movie of all time. No, we used to and watch it And the most unsettling. The all the time. What? Wow. <laughs> Learning something new every day about you. There's so much to unpack here. Doesn't it make more Ooh. sense now that you know more? But it does make more sense. <laughs> Going back, you need to watch Christmas Vacation. Please tell me within the next week or so you're going to watch it. It is I'll so funny. I'll put it funny. to the list. I'll add it. To, I mean, it I'm going to have so much so time this week. Might as well. Funny. Oh, my God. And I love Elf, but Christmas Vacation, it's a classic. Do you know what movie I've always hated, though? And I'm just going to say it briefly. Okay. A Christmas Story is fucking weird, and it's pedophilic. <laughs> and if you, you want to try and question me on why it's pedophilic, you know, go ahead. Ask me some other time. But I'm not getting into it. I've always hated that movie. It's always weirded me out still to this day. I don't know why they have a fucking 24-hour rerun of that goddamn Forsaken movie. Oof. And, um, yeah, that's all I have to say on that. Oh, that's fair. I will say... I'm going to speak my truth now, and it might get me canceled, but I'm going to speak my truth right now. The Polar Express isn't that good. Oh, okay. I can give you that. Oh, you? <laughs> like, I mean, I... it's cute for what it was. I grew up on it. No. I mean, I, I, watched I think it we once all and have a special it. place it for it. It scared the living oh. Christ out of me. Oh, my God. You want me to just get on you. a train? No. Hold up. <laughs> Hold the fuck up. You mean to tell me the Polar Express scared the shit out of you, but not the live action fucking How the Grinch Stole Christmas? Yes. That is exactly what I'm telling you. You are a different kind. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) What? I couldn't tell you why. I truly could. Maybe that's what I need to talk about in therapy next week. Please. Why I have that preference. Please. I couldn't tell you why. I think there's something. To unpack with that one. The more you talk oh about it, the God. more I also think that there's something to unpack with that one. <laughs> like, <laughs> like there are really so many questions. Right I don't know what this is gonna unlock. 
Oof, I'll keep you all posted. <laughs> Sounds good. And really quickly, does anyone remember the movie All of the Other Reindeer? Drew Barrymore no. voiced the little dog. Oh my God, it was the most adorable cartoon. I still own it on VHS. It's on YouTube. Go watch it. It's fucking adorable. See, no, I need to watch that. Free, oh my God. It makes my heart melt. It just like takes me back to my childhood. Mm. All right. Well, that was a nice note to end on. Yeah, no, that that is cute. all for our typical routine. Have a happy holiday, whatever that may be. <laughs> stay safe, stay home, stay healthy. Yeah. We'll see you next episode. Bye, Have guys. a good week. Watch Mariah Carey's Christmas special on Apple TV. Yes. yes and yes, prep yes. for Falcon and the Winter Soldier because Lord knows no matter how much I prep, I'm not going to be ready. Oof. Oof. You are not. You, are you not. will not see me for so many days. <laughs> <laughs> All guys. We're going to leave it here. All right. Bye. bye.